0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction.
1: I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one
2: serving you. Jamie Lint and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Have, uh, lots to have uh, lots to have on the air for you tonight. Uh, not quite as much as what we thought. We thought we might have, uh, we might have a, an Astro game or a Ranger game, but they have uh, taken care of that business. They won't play until Sunday night, so that'll be good. Technically, games 5s
3: wouldn't have been until Friday either way. So oh. we didn't think we would have Rangers. Oh, okay, or we'd Astros. have
2: to have somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just that was, was
3: scheduled for Friday, not yeah, Thursday. I
2: was just looking at the board and thinking mm-hmm. that we might have had. Yeah. Something, but you're right. Yeah, Friday night, so it won't interfere with the Friday night football. There you go. That's
3: not going to now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Well, we, we dodged that bullet. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. We, we will have uh, not going to next week. We will have Thursday night football for you tonight as uh, Coronado plays at amarillo High tonight. Coronado trying to kind of get off the Schneid a little bit. Um,
3: yeah, we need to get Coronado and Monterey going again.
2: Yeah, get them, uh, get them into playoff contention. Big game tonight for them. Uh, we'll have it for you on ninety six nine. The Bull. It all begins at 6.30. It'll come to you from Dick Bevan's stadium.
3: We probably could include Lubbock in that as well.
2: Yeah, the, the, yeah, to get off the, yeah. Because I mean, I mean,
3: all three of those schools had some success early on. And had a little low like the, going. Yeah, yeah. it feels like it slowed down a little bit, so we need to get them going again. Estigado, mm-hmm. no problems there, man. They look like they're primed Machine. and ready for a
2: deep mm-hmm. run. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm excited to see what they're going to end up doing.
2: We'll have uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs tonight from Arrowhead on uh, 100.7 the score. And then here on Double T seven three tonight at 6, it's Red Raider football with Joey McGuire. So, look forward to hearing what he's, uh, what he's got to say. I mean, they, uh, I wonder, <clears throat> wonder if he has any recipes or anything that he's stirring in the pot to try to break a multi-game, multi-coach losing streak against K-State. The last time you beat him was 2015. So coaches Kingsbury, Wells, uh, Cumbie, and McGuire have all suffered losses to Mm K-State. That's uh, Mm -hmm. that's not a good combo there. (laughs) I mean, you'd like to think you could figure it out. But, I mean, you know, in in some cases it was – it was, you know, just not making plays at the right time. I mean, it's been pretty much one-possession games uh, or one-score games. Uh, you did lose in uh twenty twenty to them, uh, 31-21. But uh, last time out, it was a nine-point affair, 37-28. to 28.
3: Very easily could have been one that you won.
2: Yep, yep. And then 21-25-24. Uh, after a big lead at the half and didn't score in the second half. That was unfortunate for so many different reasons. Um, Last time you won was 2015, 59-44, and that was here in Lubbock. So, uh, I think... um, I I don't know. It feels like if you could just be... I don't know. I, I don't think you have to... I don't have to think you have to play above your head to beat these guys. I just think you can't make mistakes to beat these guys?
3: The beginning of the season, I would have said, yes, you have to play above your head to win this game. And I don't feel that way now. I think you're absolutely right, Chuck. I think that's, uh, you know, if you play, I mean, you definitely can't beat yourself with a bunch of turnovers or whatever. But I, I feel like if you play at the level that you played against Baylor, which I don't feel like was a, above your head, mm-hmm. and maybe you don't, you know, muck it up there in the second quarter and you. Miss some opportunities really to extend that lead, stretch your legs a little bit. Um, then I, I think you have a great chance. I think you have a great chance against Kansas State. Um, just I'm I'm so confused and intrigued what we're gonna get from Kansas State because it just feels like they've not been themselves yet, and we've seen in other years where you know they have a hiccup here or there early on in the season, and then they they seem to get right and they always seem to be playing better at the end of the year. Well. I mean, they've had a couple hiccups where yeah. they just, mm-hmm. I mean, and even some of their wins, they they didn't look great. And so I, I just don't know what this Kansas State team is. I just, I, I think it's the, I don't know, the the chicken in me. I'm just like, I'm just fearful they're going to figure it out this week. <laughs> just call me pessimistic or whatever. I, don't, I get it. I just am worried that kansas state's going to figure it out and that's just from past history of who they've been they've always mm-hmm. figured it out for yeah. the most part
2: no you, yeah that's then and that's that's part of the problem is that they have they have figured it out Man, it and it feels
3: like you've they always peak at the end and you peak early
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i'm so
3: definitely well, hoping that wasn't the case this year with the red raiders
2: right if we've you <laughs> if, if, started out one if, and three if, <laughs> if you've if you've peaked um if you've peaked that's a problem um so yeah I, th- I think that uh you know if you can get kind of get them and in check um and and not uh you know just spot them you know big lead or um you know give them points whether it's fumbles or interceptions or or things like that that you uh you have a real chance so we'll hear from uh coach mcguire tonight at six o'clock and there's always a there's always an interesting tidbit or two that gets revealed. So you never know. So tune in and listen tonight to double T 97 three at six o'clock. And you'll hear from, uh, hear from coach McGuire. Um, I was going to ask you this about, um, uh, soccer because you're getting real close to, uh, being in position where you're going to lock down a big 12 championship.
3: That's pretty awesome.
2: I mean, it's pretty it's, awesome. It's, it's real close. I mean, you're, um,
3: you're in a good spot. No you're doubt. in a,
2: you're in a you're in a great spot. They will uh, play tonight, uh, and then they'll play on Sunday afternoon against uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, that's a one o'clock kick, and that is Senior Night or Senior Day, I should say. But yeah, I mean you're you're in a spot here where uh, you know, you've got a lead over. You got the advantage over TCU because you beat them, and and uh, you're really. You're, you're ranked sixth in the United Soccer Coaches Poll. Um, and you're in the driver's seat. You're three points uh, ahead of TCU and, and four ahead of, of BYU. And those two teams are no slouches. Uh, TCU is number 21 and BYU is number eight. So, um, you know, you're, uh, you're, in, you're, you're in, like you said, you're in a really, really good spot here. Tech's 6 and one in the Big 12. 12 3 in uh, the, for the regular year, UCF, your opponent tonight is eight and five, and four and three. So, look, I'm not. I don't know anything about UCF to say uh, the breakdown of this one. But you know, you're playing on the road. You're playing at their place. You got the. Uh, I don't think you're going to have a Disney World distraction. But I mean, it's right there. You know. So is, uh, you know, uh, Busch Gardens and all those other places. So he's got to avoid the. Bus driver taking you to the theme park you know for a you know an afternoon of cotton candy and corn dogs and rides before you play a soccer match tonight but uh, i think coach down will avoid that tonight
3: yeah i, I would think that's not really one of the worries for him today
2: probably not yeah i heard he was getting a
1: mickey mouse texas tech hat though so
2: that would be funny if he did that something something like that if he Hey, this ain't no Mickey Mouse trip, and he pulled on the ears, you know, for the pregame speech.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, I send him a send, maybe
3: the bus driver. What's his name again?
2: Earl. Earl? No, it wasn't Earl. It wasn't talk, Earl. No, it wasn't. Earl. <laughs> You're talking about the our guy in. Uh, yeah. Oh, I can't remember that guy's name. I'm just keep.
3: I'm sure, it wasn't Chuck.
2: No, it wasn't Chuck. Okay. It Wasn't.
3: Yeah. Maybe he'll put the ears on. It
2: wasn't. It wasn't Chuck.
3: Why can we not remember that guy's name?
2: Uh, Bullfighter will pull it out of oh, his yeah. his uh, out of his file. But yeah, good luck to them tonight because um, they're like I said, they're getting really, really, really close to locking that thing down. And then and then you start thinking about you know postseason play. You got the Big 12 tournament, obviously. Stu, thank you. Stu. <laughs> you yeah, know, somebody else other than Bullfighter that came up with that. But yes, Stu. Stu is uh, permanently banned from. Uh, driving the Lady Raiders from a basketball
1: standpoint. Well, these are the Red Raiders soccer team, so they are not he's not banned yet. Oh, he
3: could yeah Coach Stone's a talkative guy, maybe he wants
0: to hear from I don't think so (laughs) I think Coach Stone probably punched him out (laughs) The Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction
2: all right, there's Big 12 football tonight, Jamie. West
0: Virginia plays at Houston. Houston, two
2: and three. West Virginia, four and one. We've seen both of these teams. Well, West Virginia is favored by three on the road.
3: As as I think they should be. But I think this will be a good game. Uh, if it's if it's a three-point game, it would be a good game.
2: Yeah, and <clears throat> this is uh, one of Dana Holgerson's former teams. So obviously, he used to coach at West Virginia when he was the head coach there, so... I don't know that there's any kind of bitter rivalry between those two schools, but you know, for Houston, I mean,
3: I bet the West Virginia folks would like to stick it to Dana a little
2: bit. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> he does, he does kind of bring that on and on a little bit, doesn't
3: he? It eh, seems like he didn't want to be there.
2: Uh, he was sixty-one and forty-one in eight years for West Virginia. Had a couple of ten-win seasons. Uh, won an Orange Bowl. Uh, left after the 2018 season, so far neil brown hasn't uh, had that success that Dana Holgerson have, but you know right now they're they're four and one um, and for a guy that who was coaching on the hot seat i don't know that it's i don't know that it's totally cooled, but um I think he can sit on the burner right now uh without uh burning his pants yeah it's definitely less
3: hot i think he's done a great job this year because mm-hmm. i don't think they're a super talented team and uh he's found a way for them to get some wins including one against the red raiders that you know i'll continue to say was more about the red raiders than west virginia you mm-hmm. might disagree with me but um no
2: i i, I, I agree with you
3: yeah it was it's more about texas tech playing terrible uh than than it was about west virginia west virginia being really good in my opinion but um no, he's done a great job this year. I am I'm a fan of Coach Brown, so um I'm rooting for West Virginia and mm-hmm. I'll be rooting for them tonight. Yeah, I no I'm
2: I'm I, I'm I'm with you on that. I, I liked Coach Brown when he was here. Mm-hmm. And um uh, and I uh I would if I was if you had if I had the chance to sit down to dinner, I think I would I think probably the dinner would be more um entertaining, maybe volatile with Dana. But I think it would be more pleasant with with Coach Brown.
3: I think it'd probably be enjoyable either way. You do? Yeah. Would you do that? Would you say? I don't think ahead? Dana's a bad guy. No, He's I just, just think just it'd be a, a little more It'd just
2: be a little more. Uh, probably be more. It'd probably be more entertaining.
3: I yeah. I don't know. I'm. I don't know that when I'm having dinner with someone, I'm looking to be entertained. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I probably feel like my personality would probably be closer to Neil Brown's.
2: Like a, It'd be a short dinner. You guys would eat and then that'd be done. That's what we're there for. <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, other than that, you'd probably just don't, there's no, no big ch- chatting going on. Right. You know, kibitzing, you know, throw back a few and, you know, see where the evening takes you. <clears throat> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so you have West Virginia and Houston tonight. So high scoring game,
3: low scoring game, boring game. Well, it's hard to imagine that West Virginia is going to make it, high, allow it to be high scoring mm-hmm. with their defense. I, I would, I would predict it to be somewhere in the middle, I guess. Just because I don't think Houston has an awesome defense, so maybe this is a, you know high 20s 28 17 28 20 games like that i'm
2: not going to hold you to that but okay um tomorrow or excuse me saturday i should say uh the games in the big 12 and aside from tech and kansas state iowa state at cincinnati kind of a ho-hum-dee-dum three and three iowa state two and three cincinnati kansas at oklahoma state KU 5-1. They'll play probably without Jalen Daniels, which they've been doing pretty much. He's their quarterback. <clears throat> Oklahoma State coming off the win over Kansas State. be interesting to see what kind of momentum they have. Oklahoma State.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know how much they take away from that. They're probably, probably happy. It's probably, yeah. Without a doubt, their best performance of the season. Upset win, all that good stuff.
2: Yeah, can they... So they can take they re- a
3: little bit of that, but I, I just... I don't think they're super talented.
2: Okay. Uh what about BYU and TCU?
3: That's kind of a fun one. Where is this being played?
2: Fort Worth. BYU is four and one. That's your next opponent. And then TCU is three and three. And that'll be your next opponent after that.
3: Yeah, I think I'm I'm leaning towards TCU in that
2: one. Bounce back for yeah. Sonny Dykes' group. It depends who's playing quarterback for him though.
3: They're using all three again. That's probably not a good sign.
2: You don't have one. If you have two, you don't have one. Sorry, I blew it. If you have two, you don't have one. If you have three, you sure as hell don't have one.
3: (laughs) It was just awesome to sit here and see you think. How can I pretend that's what I meant to say <laughs> and spin out of this? I wasn't
2: even <laughs> pretending. I knew I I knew I had blown it, and I was trying to recapture it. You know, I was, I was certainly spinning out of control.
3: <laughs> if you don't, if you don't have one. You're not any good. Yeah, because <laughs> you don't have
2: any. Yeah, if you have two, you don't have one, right? Anyway, um, so you know, if you have a chance, you could you can um, record. So do we not have one? No, I think we have one.
3: But we have two. We had we, two. We had two. At the beginning of the season, did we not have two? But we
2: didn't play them. We didn't. But we had two. We did have two. Well, I think we... At the beginning think, of the
3: season, didn't we have two good quarterbacks?
2: Yes, we did. We had we had one that they determined should play, and we had another one that everybody else thought should play. <laughs> so I mean, The guys that are paid to do it said, this guy is the best guy that gives us the best chance to win. Okay? And we all, all the... You know Lombardi's that sit on the ninth row said, nah, I think this guy over here is better." <laughs> I mean, don't go to practice, don't watch any film, but I, he looks better, <laughs> right?
3: What do you think now?
2: Well, I mean, I, I, I liked Baron Morton from the beginning. I liked Baron Morton from the beginning. Now, did he did he do some of this to himself where? He didn't practice well enough or he didn't study enough or he threw too many interceptions in practice. I don't know, I guess. Because, I mean, it is clear in listening to Coach McGuire, you know, you always, um, you know, practice as you play or play as you practice. I mean, he he is – he puts a big emphasis on practice and how you perform in practice. He doesn't think you just dial it up on game day. He said that. Yeah. He he, he has – in 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 lots of different venues and lots of different times and lots of different ways maybe not as specific as some as others but yeah, practice feels, is important to him.
3: Yeah, and it feels like there's being a, me- a message being sent mm-hmm. every time he says it.
2: Yep, absolutely.
3: Yeah. It's it's not just a random comment, it's a comment for
2: Baron Morton to hear. Or 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 others. Or Baron Morton. <laughs> or Baron Morton, right. <laughs> well, now Okay, boy, we need, you to, we need you to practice hard so you can play well.
0: Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by CanTex Roofing and Construction.
2: Thank you for being with us today. Yates Flooring, Chatlo- Yates Flooring Center chat line has been open and continues to be open. Go to the Double T 97.3 mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Um, I have a couple tickets here for Texas Tech and Kansas State. Um, so I'll just say this. How about color one to the Visual Edge IT hotline 806 7710973? Gets a couple tickets. You're, okay. number one. You're number one. You're number one. You're number one. And not and, the number one Chuck got called, though. And different, <laughs> different or, <laughs> number one. Or the number one that Weird Robert will hold up when he comes to Lubbock on uh, on Saturday. I hope I run into him. Um, you feel healthy and doing all right? Well, I, you know, I mean, he looked like an old man when I met him 40 <laughs> years ago. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm did you sh- guys have a good convo at the family reunion? No, there's a, no, that's my brother and sister's school, not mine. I mean, uh, yeah, but I he'll didn't say I'm, he went to the same school, yeah, just, just I figured probably,
3: he went to the same family
2: reunion, probably yeah, because of weird weirdness aspect of it, yeah. Well, weird, <laughs> Robbie, he'll, 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 he'll come to your. <laughs> He'll come to your tailgate. Weird Robert will, and you just he'll he'll take some back to Manhattan with him. He'll drive his car down here, and um, you know I hope he makes it because he's been to like every. I mean, he, and he truly is. He's a weirdo man. He is he is a weirdo, and he'll have that one number one K State you know finger foam thing that he's been holding on to since they were bad, really really bad. But you know he's he's a loyal fan. He'll he'll be he'll come. I'm sure he'll come by game day. I'm sure he'll come by optimum game day live. Shake his finger at us. You know, maybe I'll get a selfie with a weird Robert. He's
3: not um like, but he shakes it like as a positive thing. Yeah, I mean, right. he's not like an angry guy. No, no,
2: no. no. He's 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 passionate about his well. I'll be kids. honest with you, Chuck. If a few things played out
3: right, mm-hmm. AKA I won the lottery mm-hmm. and my wife left me. Okay. I would absolutely turn turn into Texas Tech's version of Weird Robert.
2: Which is more likely?
3: <laughs> I would drive around the country, just going to all the Texas Tech sporting Real? events, and okay. you know, I'd see different ballparks and do, a, you do some hiking along you, the you way.
2: wouldn't. Well, does he? Yeah, he goes up and talks to people. He goes to the tailgates. He he kibitzes with people. I mean, he 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 wants that. He brings that on himself. He's got I that just, old purple leather ball I'd, cap. You know? I'd give
3: me one of the the foam guns up fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I got one at home. One of the boys yeah. left one the other day, and and just travel around the country watching all the tech sporting events. Okay, and, you know
2: it'll be sad when he's when he's gone. I wonder if his tombstone will say Weird Robert. Here lies Weird Robert. I went to six thousand seven hundred twenty-two Kansas State sporting events.
3: Do the Kansas State fans
2: call him Weird Robert? Yeah, Google Weird Robert and he'll pop up.
3: They call him Weird. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because he's, I mean, he's yeah. weird. I mean, he's a yeah. wackadoodle. <laughs> We've. We've got some of our own. Oh sure, so let's oh, everybody, not, every fan not look down on Weird Robert. No, everybody's got everybody's got their their deal. Hey, uh-huh. by the by, uh, this is homecoming week, and today is maybe the featured event because it's the Tamale Fest, uh, ten o'clock this morning uh, between Media and Communications and Architecture. Okay. Flag on the play. Why wouldn't the featured event be naming the homecoming king and queen? Well, I like I said. I mean, it, in my mind. Featured event, Tamale Fest. That seems like, uh, it seems like that would be quite the event to go to. But you're probably right. Yeah, the,
3: I, I'm even going to throw, a fl- I'm throwing a flag on Jeff's flag. Okay, the featured event is the football game. Uh,
2: oh, okay. okay. So oh, well, the homecoming uh, festivity I thought you I thought you were going to say the homecoming yeah. parade was going to be the featured event. No, no,
3: no. The featured event is the football game. Sure. Without the football game, there wouldn't be homecoming.
1: Right. No, well, there weren't. can be a football game though without homecoming.
3: Football yes, game is but there wouldn't be homecoming without a football game.
2: Football game is six o'clock on, on Saturday night. Do we have a featured winner? event? Yes. Who who won him? Corey Womble. Corey. Okay. Nice. He's a good loyal morning drive listener. Uh one of the Thanks things, for calling, Corey. Is, absolutely.
1: Is there such a thing as a non loyal morning drive listener?
3: Uh, that, the know. ones that listen once and say, hey, "I'm going back to <laughs> Tech Talk." What? You can call them I'm going to listen to what Tech Talk's the, podcast from yesterday. The, what
2: in the world is that mess? <clears throat> yeah. Um, what, one of the one of the things that they would really like to do on Saturday is they would really like to get the ball in the hands of Dre McCray more. Um, Coach McGuire said the other day that. In space, he has proven to be a weapon. Got to find a way to get him the ball more—a real weapon.
3: You could do that a couple different ways. Obviously, <coughs> throwing the football down the field to him. <coughs> you do that on special teams, but maybe we see Tech find a way to, you know, end around, jet sweeps, those kind of things, where mm-hmm. he gets a chance that way, or maybe a screen, something like that, uh, where you get get him the ball with some blockers out in front getting some space and maybe he can do some things but I think he'd be I think he'd be good in those wide receiver screens that you throw towards the sideline Um, you know we haven't seen him in a ton of those but yeah I I think he's a he's shown that he's you know capable of taking a taking a, a short play and turning it into something big um, I think he's one of the receivers you want to get going, and I think Bradley obviously is is the other one. one.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it appears with what he did last week that Miles Price is.
3: Yeah, I, I was thrilled with Miles yeah. Price's performance last week. It feels like he's he's playing with a lot of confidence right now.
2: You know the uh, and, I, and getting,
3: Baron Morton is confident in him mm-hmm, as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they've made running an emphasis, uh, and I think the thing that has been interesting too is that that they have not where they would have in the past or baron morton would have been in the past when he sees you know slight adjustments by the defense they've been more confident running so they've been more confident running into boxes that previously or defenses let's just say defenses that they would not have previously wanted to run into that that they've got more confidence in that offensive line taj brooks maybe in themselves altogether. that 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 their offensive line and their their play calling and everything like that can be successful against the defense they're facing
3: okay you don't want to slam your head up against a wall over and over again but at a certain point you say hey we're not going to let the de- defense dictate what we do mm-hmm. okay we we do, we're going to do what we do well and let's see if they can stop us okay and and i think that you've figured that out and in, instead of trying to outsmart the room with well, well the defense is doing this so we're gonna we got this fancy play that we're gonna do instead of that and they'll never know what's coming Who cares if you run the football well and you got a bruising back back there and you got an offensive line that's creating holes for them? I don't. I don't care how many people they have near the line of scrimmage. Run the football. I don't care if they're expecting the run. If you're better at at run blocking than they are defending the run, run the football.
2: And it's it's been a long time since probably you felt that way that you were you were better. Yeah. You know better that 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 than other teams were stopping you.
3: Really? Is a I mean I, I don't know that. Clearly, at the beginning of the season, we were really frustrated with the offensive line. No, no, no question about it, okay? I, I, I would tell you I feel like we've maybe not given them enough credit of late because we've talked about, hey, Tosh Brooks has been great. We've talked about, hey, Zach Kitley and the offensive coaches have put together a better game plan that's using the run game. Well, none of this can happen without the offensive line taking big strides forward. Over their the last four or five games, and it feels like they they have definitely done that.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, they they also feel like that with the way that they've been running the ball that they've they've got to get um, more big plays down the field, and maybe more play action will be coming coming into play. You know, the fake the ball, the hand to the running back, and then throw it down the field, <laughs> just like that. Hey, <laughs> uh, you'd be silly not to. You'd be silly. I not I mean, to. if
3: when they're if they're kicking on the run, you'd be silly not to. That's exactly what K State has done for years and years and years, and they've hurt you for years and years and years with it with their tight end right down the seam.
2: They they do feel like Coach McGuire did that. It's going to be a war. Their starters versus ours, the, their O line versus your Texas Tech defensive line, and vice versa. That uh, the, the the game in the trenches. They always say it. The game's won in the trenches. It, it's surely going to be that uh, this week. With tech and K State,
0: this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time um, now for Jamie's question of the day on Lubbock Sports Station Double T ninety You threw me curveball. I did. I'm sorry. I also have a that morning was nasty. Also have a morning drive update
2: for you. If we get have enough time, <laughs> it's critical. Morning drive update.
3: Mr. Miyagi just chase, became our producer. Chase
1: that thing in the dirt. That okay. was a nasty curveball. <laughs> right. Go right ahead, Jack.
3: All right. So, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we're heading for the worst possible scenario in the Big Twelve this year that mm-hmm. we would have all not wanted, which is Oklahoma and Texas, you yeah. um, know, playing,
2: playing in the Big Twelve championship okay. game. Yeah.
3: I. I want you guys to tell me uh, who has the best chance to keep that from happening. Who you think will do it? Because I don't think I'll just give you my answer first. I I, I don't see anybody that's going to do it.
2: I, I think I think without
3: somebody, a, somebody has to play significantly better than yeah. they have if that's going to happen.
2: Yeah. You know, at this point, one of them is going to be in it, right? That's what it looks like. One of them is going to be in it. Um, <laughs> I I surrender, man. I I just I I can't sit here and go, oh, it's going to be West Virginia. Oh, it's going to be. KU, oh, it's going to be Iowa State. Oh, it's going to be Texas Tech. Oh, it's going to be Oklahoma State. Oh, it's going to be BYU. As
3: as others have pointed out, West Virginia's schedule is really weak. Mm -hmm. And so maybe if West Virginia can figure out their offense a little bit with that solid defense, maybe West Virginia could could rise up. But I just, man, I just do not see that happening. I – if Jalen Daniels was healthy uh, for for KU, uh, I think they're a really good offensive team. And, um, you know, you know how football is. You know, yeah. on certain days, your offense can just carry you and you can win a game 63 to 57 or whatever. Um, and so I I think Kansas is a, is a tough, tough out. Um, you know, they're not quite as good without the, their starting mm-hmm. quarterback as most teams are. Most, not all. Yeah. Um, But um, I don't know, Jeff. You got an answer?
1: Okay, so what we've got to look at here is in order for these two teams not to be playing in the Big 12 championship, they got to get two losses total. Texas already has one, losing to Oklahoma. Can Tech beat them the last week and knock them out? possibility.
3: Okay, so who's going to be close enough to then take their spot?
1: I'm going to throw up in my mouth if I say West Virginia. For as soft as the rest of their schedule was. And that would also give Oklahoma a loss if West Virginia can
2: figure it way to beat the Sooners.
1: Oh, the problem is... They probably don't have to th- win. I was going
2: to say, I don't think they have to win out. I don't think they have to beat Oklahoma.
1: They play each other. And I don't know that... West that then it would be West Virginia and Oklahoma being in the Big Twelve Championship game at that point, point. Mm-hmm. and Which, then Oklahoma wins the national at the Big Twelve Championship at that point. <laughs> so I'm back to getting needing two losses for both teams. Looking at the rest of Texas' schedule, Texas' schedule, they are versus BYU. They've got Kansas State. And at TCU, at Iowa State, that's kind of how they wrap things up, with and then us at the end. Iowa State has looked atrocious. TCU has looked terrible. Kansas State's going to figure things out this week, so maybe that's the answer. And when they figure things out this week and go forward,
2: yeah, you know what's crazy is what I was going to say is maybe the, the the best chance of somebody other than Oklahoma and Texas going to the Big Twelve championship game aside from West Virginia because I agree their their schedule is extremely weak but they're not
3: I know what you're about to say and I think I'm gonna agree with you
2: the winner of the tech K State game that's exactly what I was gonna say yeah I think G- the winner just,
3: of- just look at the talent for those two teams and if you feel it if if Texas Tech is who we saw last Saturday mm-hmm and they add to that a win over this Kansas State team that I still think is talented, even though they're not playing at the level that we thought they would. If 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 that's who you are, mm-hmm. I don't think you should look at BYU on the road, Kansas at home, UCF at home, TCU at home. I know I skipped them in there. Um, and Kansas and is on
2: the road, by the way.
3: Yeah, did I say home? Yeah. Okay, I'm all over the place wrong. Okay, those four games. I don't think you should look at those four games and say, you can't win those. Okay, and if, let's say you beat Kansas State and you win three of those four. Yeah. Okay, so then you're three and one, you're six and two in Big 12 play. Okay.
1: But that gets us back to that, that Texas would need. Another lot. you would be Texas. The second loss, and have the tiebreaker there. Yeah, if you beat Texas,
3: and and you can do the same thing with Kansas State. Let's say Kansas State wins this weekend to put them at two and one, right? Mm-hmm. Two and one in conference play. I mean, they've got TCU left. They've got Houston. They have Texas. They've got Baylor. They've got Iowa State, and they've got KU. I mean, it feels like. They would have a shot too if they win yeah. this game this weekend.
2: And, and they always play, I mean, they always play Texas well, K-State does. Yeah. That plays really well the, too. <laughs> well, sure, right. Sure. Hey. <clears throat> hey, hey. I, I just don't think KU's a contender because um the defense is just, I mean, they give up so many points. I mean, they've already given up you well, know. We don't need uh,
1: Kansas to run the table. We need them to beat Oklahoma.
3: I
2: they're think, not going to beat Oklahoma. I think they're, I don't think they're going to beat Oklahoma State this weekend.
3: I think Kansas is the biggest question mark. Chuck, you got to stop saying everything negative about Kansas football. Okay, every you never say anything positive about. Them. They're a good football team. They're a good football. Okay, team, you, but it's we the, the, we we get that you're not trying to be a homer. But they're a good football team. They're mm-hmm. five and one. They've been winning without their starting quarterback. Their offense is really good.
2: But okay? we saw this last year where they got off to what a six and zero start and then and okay. then lost their last six.
3: Okay, I, I just Kansas is a good football team. They're a good football team. Okay, I, I just um. I'm scared. I just hate the thought of Texas and OU playing in the title yeah. game. One or the other would be fine, but both mm-hmm. of them, it just, I just, that's. Feels like they,
2: they would just kind of laugh at everybody.
3: Yeah. 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 And they would have the right to. I
2: mean, they would have the right to.
3: Yeah. But I do feel like the winner of this Saturday's game has a decent shot.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lint. And Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck
2: Hines. We sit here in the tower of the First United Bank Studio and look forward to hearing from you today. We're on the ground floor. Tower. There's no second floor. No, it's the theater of the mind. It's the tower. We're high above the golf course here in the 18th tower.
3: We're on our high horse,
1: Jeff. I just got new glasses. Chuck needs new glasses.
3: We put ourselves on a pedestal and uh the rangers mm-hmm. have taken us higher
2: <laughs> well you like the catbird seat so much and the perch i just thought i'd see if i could take it to the next level mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, we'd have
1: to build one first
2: we We'd have to build one first i yeah, that would be cool to be on a second floor or third floor you know kind of just be you Says know. the guy
1: who doesn't have to carry anything up heavy upstairs
2: right yeah no that's that's fair that's that's fair. <laughs> Would it be cool to kind of look down over? Like, there's some pretty cool views right down the street, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, from the mm-hmm. top of the McDougal Mac- mm-hmm. Tower, you know.
1: I think I
3: prefer being on the ground floor, but that no, is um, a
2: pain using an elevator. I mean, is uh, it really? Well, I mean, just I mean, <laughs> well, trying to get to work, I mean, just, you, gotta just you got to push the button. Push the button. you got to wait? There. You got to wait. Well, you,
3: you might you, get stuck in the elevator talking know how, to
2: somebody. You know how patient I am. Oh man. <laughs> you know how patient I am. That would not be. I would probably not go over, not go over well. If I, if I had to sit there and wait, you know, I'd be tapping my feet and you know st- strumming my fingers and all those all those kinds of things.
3: I'd be late to work a lot. Yeah, you know. because I always make sure I'm coming in the door by myself.
2: <laughs> so
3: if I got here with others, I'd have to wait. Is for that them what to you go do? Through you the wait,
2: elevator. You wait until the, the parking lot clears to get out, out of your mirror? car.
3: What's that? Would you just take, you take stairs? the stairs? Steps in yeah, he'd I take stairs. I probably would. Yeah, he'd that's take true. the stairs. Well, it depends he'd, on which floor we were, we're on. He'd, like love floor, he'd, he'd love that. the eighth uh, floor, I would
2: He'd love that. We'll have Red Raider football on the air for you tonight with Joey McGuire. Um, it, you think he'll – anything curious that he might reveal tonight? Because he always kind of – he always kind of reveals something. I'm curious if he's ever met Weird Robert. I wonder if he ever has. Um, I'm curious um, – if they feel like there's any kind of um, just on the field, so to speak, um, area where they could attack K State, in other words, is there? And not that they're going to reveal that tonight, but is there a? Do they feel like they have a chance to go after a punt? Do they feel like their special teams can be special? Because the, the the Red Raiders' special teams have have created field position for you, have created points for you. Um, in addition to you know, from a defensive standpoint, what you've done with Austin Magnum, or what he's done, what Austin Magnamere has done, and pinning. Pinning teams back, that might be that might be a uh, something really critical in the ball game on Saturday that we have not talked about. Yeah, I, your, I mean your punt defense. K
3: State has always been really good in special teams, and it's mm-hmm. been fun to watch your your special teams unit effect games. You and, know, the last few weeks.
2: Yeah, and speaking speaking of effect, I mean the the second half of uh, of the the Houston game, and I'd say. Pretty much the the Baylor game, by and large, you were affected the quarterback and, and Coach McGuire talked quite a bit about that. He he said that Tim DeRuiter's game plan, he's the defensive coordinator, was elite. He said it was one of the best weeks game plan planning wise, and he thought the game plan was elite. Okay. Okay. They um they they talked about on defense right now, not necessarily at the same time, but you know as you're as you're playing the game, you're playing five freshmen right now defensively, mm-hmm. and he talked about how um, with in addition to the five freshmen, you have a lot of vets playing, playing a lot of snaps, and he said you can make quick adjustments because of the veteran leadership you're getting, particularly from Dadrian and Taylor Demerson a.k.a. Rabbit, Tyler Owens, Malik Dunlap, and Josiah Pierre. That because of their, their communication and their leadership, they're able to make these adjustments. And then also citing the fact that the five freshmen that are playing are all guys that came in last January. So got to experience the whole offseason, plus spring football, plus the summer.
3: Man, it makes you feel good about the future. Sure it does. And your sure defensive it does. unit. Sure it does. All well, those young guys.
2: He said he said he thought that they tackled better versus Baylor. That was a point of emphasis. Cause remember in the first half of the Houston game, they went in there and told him at halftime, hey, it's tackle football. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like we just want you to, we want you to understand it's tackle. Should Tack- I be worried that they were confused? No, but I mean it's it's tackle football. Um he also said this that Kansas State has been a really good Second and fourth quarter team, he said. Texas Tech has been a really good first and third quarter team.
3: Well, that'll make it interesting.
2: Yeah, he said. So we have to do a better job in the second and fourth quarter. So he I mean, doesn't. And I'll give you. I'll I'll look that up from a point standpoint because that was that was kind of a point um, against uh, Houston. and like Houston was better in uh, you know the the fourth quarter. Just from a scoring standpoint than what the Red Raiders had been going going into the game. Um, obviously, with, with Kansas State, you look at kind of where they start things. And with Will Howard, he's a dude, has speed, hard to bring down, big physical runner. What do you think K-State says about Baron Morton?
3: Um that he's been accurate throwing the football, that um, he can go deep with Anya. He's not afraid to throw to any part of the field. He mixes it up between a lot of different receivers.
2: Do you think he concerns them like Will Howard concerns you? Or do you think it's all about stopping Taj Brooks?
3: Well, I think the lesser of the two evils is Baron Morton. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think they're like, oh, this guy's terrible.
2: No, no. I, I, yeah, he'd be great at
3: West Virginia.
2: But, I mean, a year ago, <laughs> a year from now, they may say different things when there's more of a book on Barron, depending on how the rest of the season goes.
3: I mean, he started what, I know. four or five games last right, year. I know,
2: but, I mean, but you can't just rattle off of the, you know, do you think Chris Kleiman is saying Baron Morton gunslinger, Baron Morton you know, crafty Baron Morton. You know. Right now, it's
3: about the game plan. That's Baron mm-hmm. Morton is is running the game plan, which mm-hmm. is not having him as a gunslinger. Yeah, and they don't work,
2: want to take that away from him. Though, that's either. working
3: just fine.
2: You know, I think they kind of want him to be kind of kind of a gunslinger.
3: Yeah, a little bit.
2: You know, I mean, there don't was one
3: pass to the outside last weekend that I thought that he shouldn't have thrown that was caught for a first down that I thought was going the other direction.
2: Going yeah. back for six? Yeah. Yeah. Well. Huh? Were you saying, no, 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 no. Oh, good. Good pass. No, you weren't saying that.
3: Right? I, I don't really. I'm not that vocal.
2: <laughs> it's probably good. You can Come down with sit with me. And you, you hear a lot of. What are we doing? Of, a lot of vocal.
0: <laughs> A lot of vocal. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of double T973 podcasts at double 973com